Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick but deep dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy, or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week we read Parshat Lech Lecha, or Parshat Go, Dude! We'll start with a 30-second recap, or honestly, it's going to be more than 30 seconds. These first few Parshiot have so many stories in them. Anyhow, God tells Avram to leave his home and go to an unknown place, so Avram packs up his stuff and his wife Sarai and his nephew Lot and heads out. Avram gets to the special land and God says it will be his forever. A famine starts, so Avram and his company head down to Egypt, where Avram pretends his beautiful wife is his sister so they don't kill him to take her. Pharaoh takes Sarai as a wife, but then finds out she was actually already taken, so he sends her back to Avram with a lot of riches. Lot also starts to get rich and decides he and Avram are too rich to live together, so they split up. Lot gets captured in battle, and Uncle Avram rescues him and all his riches, which somehow Avram isn't salty about. Avram then gets mad at God about having no heirs but lots of money, so God promises he will have kids eventually and makes a pact with him. Sarai hears this but doesn't buy it since she's still not pregnant and not getting any younger, so she has Avram sleep with her maid Hagar, who has a son, Ishmael. God gives Avram and Sarai an extra letter for their names as a reward for something, and makes another covenant with Avram, this time in foreskins. Yes, that's how it ends. Okay, so there's clearly plenty to talk about in this week's Parsha, but I want to get right into one tiny detail because I think it teaches us something huge about how to be in relationship with others. We read that when Avram heard that his nephew was taken captive, he girded his chanichim, we'll get there in a second, 318 total, we'll get there too, and went in pursuit. So the context is that Avram and Lot have split up and then Lot's gotten captured in a battle and Avram decides he needs to go rescue him. So in this context, it seems clear that chanichim means soldiers, but the root of the word actually seems to be more about education. Chanichim are students or disciples. The famous verse in Proverbs teaches us, Chanoch et hana'ar al pidarko, educate or teach the youth in the way that they need. The verb implies even not just teaching, but a deep relationship of trust, mentorship, even friendship. The Talmud takes this little wordplay and runs with it. 318 people, it asks? Nope, that's actually just a reference to Eliezer, Avram's closest confidant and advisor. The letters of Eliezer's name, if you add them with their numerical values, adds up to 18. Yeah, it's a little far-fetched, but Rabbi Ami Bar-Abba says that Eliezer is equivalent to 318 soldiers. In other words, who needs 318 soldiers or disciples when you've got one really loyal friend? You could then picture the battle that ensues as a sort of Sparta-style underdog situation, where Avram and Eliezer single-handedly take down an entire army. But I don't really think that's what the commentators mean. Yes, you would clearly need a literal army to take on another literal army. But when we're just facing the daily battles of life, the Talmud seems to teach us that there's nothing more valuable than a close, trusted friend. As we head into the winter, if you're feeling isolated, Take this as a reminder to call a friend, let them know you need them, and I bet you will feel like you have the best possible ally on your side. See you next week.